0: This is Tuesday, February 22nd. Author Jim Collins and a businessman did a study for a book he wrote in 2001. The study was about what sets some companies apart from the rest. His question was very simple. What makes it possible for a company to go from being good to truly being great? Now, of course, there are many good companies organizations that produce amazing products or sell services. But Collins wanted to know why just a few of them arrived at true greatness. Why, were, why did some stand head and shoulders above the rest? And yes, you can get a copy of the book that came from the study. It's entitled Good to Great. He selected 11 companies he felt broke out of the pact and achieved a level of success that he just didn't see among the others, and then he wanted to know why. One of the factors in greatness for those businesses was the quality of leadership. As he was looking at these great companies, he was shocked to discover a factor about their leadership. Here's how he explains. We were surprised, shocked really, to discover the type of leadership required for turning a great comp- good company into a great one. Compared to high-profile leaders with big personalities who make headlines and become celebrities, the good-to-great leaders seem to have come from Mars. Self-effacing, quiet, reserved, even shy, these leaders are a paradoxical blend of a personal humility and professional will. They are more like Lincoln and Socrates than Patton or Caesar. Now, yes, these leaders weren't flashy, Collins explains, or famous. They weren't out for recognition. They, for, were lack, for lack of a better words were humble. Now, this came as shocking because so many leaders have personalities that seem larger than life. They get recognition, become the talk of the country. But surprisingly, the greatest of the companies had leadership that was understated, but extremely disciplined and faithful. Now, I like his statement that these leaders, well, they might as well have come from Mars. In other words, we don't often see this kind of leader. Actually, until fairly recent times, humility was not considered a virtue at all. It meant lowly. Often the word was used to describe someone of low status and simple means. No one really wanted to be like that. But this is the very word used to describe Jesus. Here's the text we're looking at. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30 Yes, Jesus is humble in heart. As we've already mentioned, the word humble here is sometimes translated lowly. The Greek word in the New Testament could be used to speak of someone who is poor and really of no account. And as we mentioned in the Greco-Roman world of the time of Jesus, it was not a compliment to say you were humble in heart. Everything in that culture was about self-promotion and recognition. They wanted to maximize their name and their status. Roman emperors expected to be worshipped as gods. And yes, the true son of God, Jesus, referred to himself most often as the son of man. He was indeed seeking fellowship and communion with us. So why does he use the word humble to speak of his heart? Well, first, It's true. Jesus is not putting on an act. He's being himself. From his heart, he was humble. He wasn't seeking to gain status or clinging to the status he already had. The way he was from his heart was that he felt himself as no big deal. You would have never found him full of himself or proud of his accomplishments. You would have found him full of the Father and grateful for all he was and had. He wasn't a man with a God complex. He was God in the flesh, in living color, humble in the presence of other human beings. stunning, really. Second, humble implies a stooping down, a condescension. We're using that word in a positive way. Jesus didn't stoop down to be among us because he had to do this for us to connect with him. He did this because it was his heart. He didn't consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage or something to be grasped. But scripture says he emptied himself. Actually, to be humble is not really to grasp at all. Here's what Muhammad Ali, the boxer, said. Humble people I've found don't get very far. And it's true in our world. You've got to be self-promoting. You've got to seek status. You see... Jesus wasn't trying to get far. He was being himself and not trying to gain anything. He came to show forth the love of the Father. In his presence, you would feel and know that you are safe and loved. So humility has to be willing. Otherwise, it's humiliation. The Father did not force an open and humble life upon Jesus. He lived this way because this is who he is. That is all. There were no pretenses, never any hypocrisy. He was my, what you might call a wig man, W-Y-S-I-W-Y-G man. It means what you see is what you get. He stooped down out of his own accord. We see his hum, this humble heart revealed in his actions. He ate with the poor. He showed no deference to the rich or powerful. He touched lepers and Pharisees. He loved across the socioeconomic spectrum. And that leads to the third thing. Humility is relational. That it it is lived out with people. You can be prideful alone, but you can only be humble in community. And, again, we do not see Jesus humble with one group of people, and self-important among others he was humble before and with all he was also humble before his father now here's where i want to backtrack to those ceos from jim collins study at the time of jesus others had uh, others arose claiming to be the messiah jesus wasn't the first but those men were charismatic leaders full of themselves and full of pride they sought power and place It is not that none of them had good intentions, some did. But they were full of themselves and convinced in themselves. And the remarkable thing about Jesus is that he spent his time laying aside what those others sought. Why did he do this? It is his heart. Here is the good news. This is his heart toward you. He is humble before you, not looking down on you or judging you. He loves you from the heart. He desires that you have life and that that life be to the full. And he is gentle with you. He's not pushy or demanding, but patient and gentle as he walks with you. Let's pray. Almighty Father, we can see why so many did not recognize the Messiah, their Savior, when he came. they were looking for majesty and they found humility. They were looking for one who would seize power, and Jesus gave it up. Help us to see Jesus so that we might know that he is fully God and fully man, and then in knowing, see that we may freely come to you. For in your name we pray. Amen.